Good morning, navigators. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Oh, wow, what a weekend. I did not feel good all weekend. I mean, I feel okay, but I've got this sinus infection that is kicking my butt. My face feels like it's full of rocks. Like, my teeth hurt. It's terrible. But I have a doctor's appointment today for a follow-up for other things, so I'll just have her give me some antibiotics and I'll be good to go. But in the meantime, I'm a little sluggish. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, you know, I may not be quite as peppy as usual. Um, yeah, my, my head feels like it weighs like nine, 90 pounds just on its own. Well, maybe it does. I got a pretty big brain in there. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yesterday I was all snotty. I felt like one of those kids that like constantly had one of those crusty snot rings like around the edge of their nostrils. <laughs> right? That's really attractive. I know. Yeah. You know what? I could pull it off. Okay. Stop. Anyways. All right. We'll talk. We'll stop talking about my snot. I wanted to start on kind of a funny note because I'm not going to be talking about a very happy subject today. I'm going to try and make it lighthearted, but it's a serious topic and it really needs to be discussed. And it, it, it and you know, to be quite honest with you, as as I was doing some of the research for it, I had to stop because my mind was just it was blown. My mind was blown. Um, we're going to talk about, well, I was originally going to talk about, um, blindness, depression, and drug abuse, self-medication, you know, drug, alcohol abuse to self-medicate, but I couldn't even, I couldn't even get that far because there's just so much information about anxiety and depression and it is such a huge problem in our society and anybody with a disability is at a higher risk for getting anxiety or depression and or depression um people are are you know it's it's 50 percent more common to have it as a combination. Um, if you have depression, you're 50% more likely to also have anxiety and vice versa. Um, but as I'm looking at these numbers, I'm, there's all these different types of what are classified as anxiety or depression disorders. And so I was going through and I was looking at them and getting the numbers for each of them, like uh, just a couple of examples. Um, at, in, this, was, this is all information as of uh, November, no, September 2021. Um, general anxiety disorder, 3.1%. Uh, of Americans were diagnosed with it last year. Just general anxiety. 
Um, different social anxiety disorders, 6.8%. Uh, OCD, which I have, was the lowest with 1%. Uh, let's see, PTSD, 3.5% of Americans were diagnosed with PTSD. Um, but here's what got me. Major depressive disorder is the number one, the number one cause of disability in the United States. And uh, it affects uh, six, over six and a half percent, almost six, or excuse me, almost seven percent of the population. Um, about 16 million people last year were diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And that's scary. And so I thought, well, okay. Um, what about for blind people? Um, you know, we have different stressors than sighted people. You know, I've said it uh, multiple times, getting to work is work. You know, going to my job every day is work. And, you know, when you when you think of getting in your car and driving in traffic as stressful, that is nowhere near the same thing. Okay, I'm just telling you. I've told David a couple of times, I want him to uh, park his car somewhere, like up here by where we live, and I want him to t take an Uber down to my job, and I want him just to take the bus home with me one day. Just because the bus, you know, the bus home really, it's not bad. Once you're on the bus, it, it's not terrible. It's pretty freaking entertaining, to be honest with you. But, you know, all the people that are, all of you that I'm talking to that don't have any clue what we go through, I would love for you to come with me one day. If it, you know, I should find a way to get like a GoPro or something and just record my day, my commute in the morning and in the afternoon and just let you guys see what it takes for me to get to and from work each day. It would be eye-opening. And, and, and it's funny because when I tell people sometimes, you know, about a particular incident, you know, they, they're just like, oh, you know, that sucks, you know. It'll be, I don't understand why you're so mad. It's, it's not a big deal. But, okay, I'm telling you about one incident. I've had, I've had this job 10 years. You think this is the only time this has happened? Okay, I'm saying all this to say this. Like, we have different stressors that happen to us on a regular basis. And so we have other things, and we are, we are more prone. There is a, a huge prevalence of drug abuse in the visually impaired community for that reason. It's used as a coping mechanism, you know? 
how else are you going to deal with the garbage of your life sometimes, right? You think about how how am I going to escape? I can't get in my car and just go drive and get away from it all. How am I going to escape? Well, I'm going to crack open a fifth and drink until I pass out. That's how I'm going to escape, right? I mean, let's be real. That's how people think, right? I mean, you 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 deal with what you've got sometimes and sometimes you know what you get to that point and I've been there and I'm going to tell you guys that in all honesty I've been there it's been a long time since I've been to the drink until I pass out point I mean a long time since I've been to the drink until I pass out point and I'm gonna you know what and people say you know what you're a Christian wait a minute you shouldn't have depression well, why not? I mean, there's two things that, that a huge misconception, misconception about Christianity. One, that Christians are never going to have any problems and their lives are going to be perfect. And two, Christians are never going to do anything wrong. I don't know what Bible people are reading that they get those ideas from, but... Um, my Bible says Christians are going to have a rough time and we're going to mess up, which is why we needed a savior. So I don't understand why people think that just because I'm a Christian, I'm never going to mess up and I'm not going to have depression and need to be on medication that I just don't understand. But that's beside the point. So, um, so talking about that, we, as I'm adding up all these, these, these percentages, okay, I found 62% of Americans last year were diagnosed with some form of an anxiety or depressive disorder. Those that I read you were just some of the examples. There were others. I mean, I didn't read you all of them. Obviously, they were just other phobias, um, uh, panic disorders, other types of anxieties, things like that, that, that also went into it. But, um, six, more than half, y'all, more than half of the adults in our country have some sort of anxiety or depression. Now, Check this out. Of the 40 million people per year, approximately, that are diagnosed with anxiety, anywhere between, <coughs> excuse me, 8 and 15% of those <coughs> are visually impaired. Why do you think that is? And then uh, here's the other the other statistic. Anywhere between, if you're talking about, okay, here, between anxiety, depression, and the combination of the two. Anywhere of that 62%, 
right, that I talked about, anywhere between 18, I'm sorry, 8 and 44% of those are blind or visually impaired. Last, as of last year. Right? I, I'm, I, I'm pausing for dramatic effect. Now, that does not necessarily mean that all these people are, you know, my level of blindness or whatever. I mean, this could be people with just cataracts or astigmatism or, or something to that effect. But, but the fact of the matter is, they, it's, it, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I tried to read this article uh, in, let's see, there was, there was, I, I think it was a, I think it was a letter, actually, a, um, a review letter of an article, I think, and it was called, uh, Prevalence of Psycho crud I can't even read my own writing guys I'm so sorry um basically it was the prevalence of drug abuse um in blind and visually impaired people and I tried to get to the article and it, I could not get to it guys I really couldn't get to it it was having me try to subscribe to this thing and it it just wasn't working and I tried for like 20 minutes and then I got irritated and shut the computer off. So, I mean, I really did try. But um, it, here's the deal. Depression, anxiety, all, it's, it's a huge problem. And it's a huge problem in the disabled community. And it's a huge problem, unfortunately, in our teenage community. It's, it's a huge problem with our youth. Unfortunately, I think a, a big contributing factor on that end is social media because social media just fills the youth's head full of garbage and nonsense. And unfortunately, they get these unreal expectations that they feel like they have to live up to. And it's just, it, it, it's mind-blowing. I couldn't... I could not have grown up at the time that my kids grew up. I just, I couldn't, I, I, I just can't. I, I am dropping things. Sorry about that, guys. Technical difficulty there. My bad. Sorry. Um, I, but yeah, no, I couldn't, I couldn't. Visually impaired and, you know, a lot of times when, when you have a disability, you're, you end up having depression just based on your own self-esteem. Poor confidence. How many episodes have I preached to you guys? You gotta have confidence. You gotta have confidence. You gotta have confidence. And, and that's not something that you gain overnight. At all. I, look, I can say it. I can say it till I'm blue in the face. And I am confident in a lot of areas. But not, not everything. Not by any means. You know, there's, there's, there's areas 
in life that, you know, you're not going to know what you're doing. I mean, really. Imagine that. Right? Think about it this way. As a parent, you're, you're setting an example for your kids, right? That's what, that's what we try to do, right? We try to set an example for our kids. And as you lead, as you teach, and as you grow, you let your kids know that they're free to make mistakes. That's a big part of anxiety. A big part of anxiety is, if I mess up, what are people going to think? Here's the thing. I was at breakfast last Monday with a very good friend of mine and some people I had never met before that were friends of his and my friend David. And there's this big... You know how they have the big thing of sugar with the little thingy and when you tip it upside down, the little flap opens, right? So I have coffee. And I'm like, okay, so I... I get handed the sugar and I'm like, all right. So I'm pouring the sugar and I'm like, why do I feel like everybody's watching me? Well, because we are all watching you. I'm like, really? Okay, let's everybody watch the blind lady. Let's make her coffee. What am I, a freak show? You guys will have to sit here and watch me make my coffee like I'm going to spill it out. What do you guys think I'm going to do? Like, is it, are your lives that boring that you have to sit here and watch me pour my sugar into my coffee? Really? I, I don't understand. It was, and it's that kind of stuff that we get anxiety over. Why? Like, and, uh, it's hot. Now with the, uh, I'm being careful because. I don't always mind because I'll make a joke out of it. And I mean, yesterday at breakfast, oddly enough, it was at the same place. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, yesterday, I had the coffee and uh, they brought the creamer in this little plastic, like, you know, the little... um thing that you get your ranch in when you have, when you get breadsticks. And so I spilled it. And the ladies, I was like, oh crap, you know, we're wiping it up. And the lady's like, that's all right, I'll get you some more. And she brings it back, she goes, all right, no spilling it this time. I said, yeah, I, and there's no guarantees. You know, I mean, stuff like that. The dog was under the table. And nine times out of 10, people don't understand what the dog is for anyways. So they don't know that I can't see. She either thought I was a klutz or was high or drunk or whatever and made a joke. And so I can make a joke back, that's fine. But I know that's how people look at me most of the time. Like I'm just a clumsy crackhead fool because they don't know what the dog is for. Or if I'm feeling extra brave and like going out in public, you know, I call it commando, but it, you know, it's not commando, commando. It's just without the dog, without the cane, just, you know, with another person. Um, you know, people don't know. And so I can imagine what it looks like to them, you know, 
And to me, I'm just like, hey, look at me pretending like I can see and stuff, you know? And really, I'm, I'm sure people are looking at me cross-eyed like, what is that girl doing? You know? And, but, you know, think of it this way. If you were being watched everything you do, would it make you anxious? I mean, it's... It's not, I understand that people don't typically come across blind folks in their day-to-day life. I don't see a lot of blind folks unless I'm at work. In fact, I don't see any blind folks really unless I'm at work. And what's really funny is my kids used to point them out. <laughs> they said, hey mom, look, there's another blind guy over there. Do you know him? <laughs> Yeah, they used to do that all the time. Ah, it's funny. Um, but yeah, it just, it's, um, it, it's, it can be stressful. It can be, it can, it can be hard having to explain it all the time at the store when they're wanting you to push the touch screen stupid thing on the credit card thing. Oh my gosh. You know, and you have to, I'm sorry, I can't see this. Can you help me? You know, or uh, can you, can, you know, whatever it is. And you have to ask for help all the time. And it's just, it's stressful. And it's frustrating. And you know what? You got to find a way to deal with it. And I'm going to tell you right here and right now, I'm on anxiety meds and I'm on antidepressants. And... There is nothing wrong with it. And if I wasn't on them, I would not be sitting here having this discussion with you right now. And I can honestly say that. The medications help keep me, uh, well, I can't say sane because really I'm still a hot mess, but uh, they keep me uh, able to function in society. And that's, that's good, right? That's a good thing, right? So why do we put a, such, a, such a stigma on depression and anxiety when more than half of us suffer from it? That's why it goes untreated. That's why so many people in their lives, it goes untreated because it has such a bad stigma attached to it. And people, they don't get the help that they need. And then they end up killing themselves because they see no other way. And, and whose fault does that end up being? I think that ends up being our fault, in all honesty. I think that means we failed those people. If we put a negative connotation on somebody needing to get help what kind of people does that make us it's not the kind of person i want to be so if you need help for depression or anxiety please reach out in your local area every city has a local suicide prevention hotline Every hospital 
has a crisis prevention hotline. You can find help if you need it. Or you can hit me up. You know what? I'll help you find help if you need it. Or I'll just make you laugh. I can do that too. I can send you videos of Garmin wiggling. <laughs> He's a natural antidepressant. Anyways, look guys, I'm just saying, we're all in this mess together and let's act like it. How about that? And I noticed that uh, none of you guys were brave enough to post when your last eye doctor visit was, so I'm guessing that means you guys don't go to the eye doctor regular, regularly. Shame, 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 shame. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Shame on you. Okay. I don't know what I am doing for Friday's episode. I have a thought of something I want to try and do, but I'm not sure it's going to happen, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. How about that? You're just going to have to wait and see. Um, Questions, comments, snide remarks, whatever. Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Garmin Navigates on Twitter, and Garmin Navigates at Outlook.com. All right, guys, have a great week. Please, please, please be a blessing to someone. Make them smile. Make, make three people every day this week smile by giving them a compliment. Three different people each day. Give three different people every day this week a compliment and make them smile. All right, guys, talk to you Friday.